This is wisdom for your week. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you something that is very vital. As a matter of fact, the reason a lot of people struggle today in life, in marriage, and in their businesses is because they haven't paid sufficient attention to this word. What could it be? I'm sure you're already thinking right now. Is it about money or is it about time or is it about relationships? Is it about my personal confidence or my personal space? Well, all of those factors are important. But there is an eight-letter word that I want to spotlight today. And that is the word that you spell A-T-T-I-T-U-D-E. Attitude. It determines how fast you go. It determines how far you go. And more importantly, it determines where you ultimately end up. You might have heard this before. A bad attitude is like a flat tire. You cannot go anywhere until you change it. And that is exactly what today's podcast is all about. Stay tuned because I'm going to share more with you in a few moments. I'll be back to tell you more. You are born for a special purpose. You were divinely designed to make a positive difference in this world. Be empowered as Dami shares words of wisdom to help you unleash your true glory. Receive a fresh infusion of faith to take on the amazing possibilities of this week. This is Wisdom for Your Week. So let's talk about this all-important word, attitude. Let's talk about it for a couple of moments. Now understand that today, a lot of us place emphasis on our skill sets. So we think about public speaking and effective communication and leadership competences and excellence in the workplace and high performance in business. We think about how to sharpen our skills, how to get better at the things that we do. And that's a critical component. But when you look at your own life and examine the relationships that you value, that you enjoy, that you cherish, you realize that more often than not, the reason you're drawn to those people, you have a relationship with, an ongoing association that is pleasant and mutually beneficial with, the reason you're connected to them is not necessarily because of their technical skills and competence. Oftentimes, it's because of their attitude, either their attitude towards you or their attitude around you or their attitude to their work, to their assignment, to their mission and to their calling. So attitude is extremely important, very crucial. Today, we're going to look at something that one of the wisest men who ever lived said. Here is what he says. You might know him by the name King Solomon and he says in the book of Proverbs 21 verse 9, it says it's better to dwell in the wilderness than with a contentious and an angry woman. That it's better for you to leave the urban areas, to leave the fantastic houses and edifices, to move away from the skyscrapers and the story buildings, to move away from civilization and go into a dry place and a desert than for you to leave in the same house or to hang around a woman who has a bad attitude. Another way he compares that woman or what he compares the woman to in Proverbs 27.15 is that a continual dropping like rain just that keeps on falling and just messing up your plans in a very rainy day and a contentious woman are alike that rain that stops you that impedes you that dampens your spirit that soaks you up and stops you from moving ahead it says that is what a woman or a person by extension with a nasty attitude is like it's no wonder therefore that when jesus begins to teach in matthew 5 
five, one of the things he does is that he begins to talk about attitudes. Yes, you might have heard about the B attitudes, the attitudes that were instructed, encouraged, and taught by the master teacher, Jesus Christ himself, to adopt. He says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. <laughs> Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they that are merciful. Blessed are the peacemakers. And on and on and on. He was talking about attitudes. His very first presentation, his very first public message, his very first teaching and declaration was not about skill, was not about competence, was not about confidence, was not about the things that were generally pushed today, but was about the disposition of the heart and mind. It was about the attitudes that were instructed and that were expected to adopt. So here is a direct question to you. What's your attitude like these days? You know, a couple of years ago, a lot of people placed emphasis on IQ. That's your intelligence quotient. How intelligent are you? How well are you able to compute and resolve complex codes and all kinds of equations and crack riddles and get answers to difficult problems? And then as civilization progressed, as knowledge expanded, as the world became more sophisticated, we moved from IQ, intelligence quotient, to emotional quotient but I, I just want to talk about something today not just emotional quotient or emotional intelligence but I want to talk about your AQ your attitude quotient what is your attitude like right now when everybody's saying well the economy is bad and things are tough and times are hard and nobody knows what's gonna happen tomorrow or day after or the coming year or the rest of this year but what is your attitude what is your attitude concerning your finances concerning your job concerning your occupation are you like well I don't even understand what's happening in my organization or in my company and I hate this job and I hate my boss and I hate my friends and I hate my colleagues or are you the person who is saying I am grateful that I even have a job I am grateful that I even have a place to contribute my God-given assets to I am grateful that I'm able to think coordinate listen process information and divulge the things I need to divulge accordingly because here is something I've come to realize that a nasty attitude can turn a palace into a prison but a good attitude can turn a prison prison into a palace. A nasty attitude can turn a palace into a prison and a great attitude can turn a prison into a palace. You've heard the story of two men who were in the hospital. One of them was on the bed that was closer to the window. The other one was on the other bed that was not close to the window but close to the wall. And on and on, the guy who was close to the window will begin to talk to the one who was by the wall and say, I see uh, lovely children walking down the streets and I can see the pink flowers and the white flowers and the effect of the blowing breeze and the strands of or the blades of grass. I see ducks paddling through the pond I see the beauty out there and he would go on and on and on and on talking about the things that he saw just in a bit to share what he was saying and to make the other 
patient, the other man, the man who was positioned close to the wall, happy and fulfilled and to lift his spirit so he doesn't feel dark and depressed. And over the weeks and over the months, the man who was stationed by the wall, the one, the man who was lying on the bed close to the wall, became uncomfortable and became envious and became jealous and said, you know what, I need to change my position. I want to see what this man sees. I want to be able to experience the joy of seeing the wider world and what's happening out there. And somehow he pulled off the life support machine that was the, the other man, the man who was stationed by the window, was connected to. In a few moments, the man died. The man passed on. And when he went there, when he took his position on that bed, he thought he was going to see all of that. He looked out the window and he couldn't see anything because really and truly there was nothing there there was no dock there was no goose there was no pond there were no flowers it was just stack barren land now why was that man who was initially by the window talking about the things he was seeing well he had a good attitude and his desire was to enliven and to lift up the spirit of the other man but the other man had a nasty attitude and rather than join the thrill of sharing with the man who was actually sharing with him he decided to take his place and to take his life only to discover that he had made a wrong move now that might be like a very extreme example that might be something that is so far-fetched from you and like no I'm nowhere near that man but here is what a nasty attitude does it kills it destroys it decimates it breaks apart it disengages it stymies it stifles but a great attitude releases life expands possibilities increases hope infuses joy and brings about a much better life not only for the person who has that attitude but for the person who is connected to the person with the attitude somebody put it this way that your attitude is like a price tag it shows the world how much value you place on yourself now don't be like that other person who said your attitude can hurt me but mine can kill you be the person who says your attitude might hurt me but I choose to allow my attitude to heal you. Your attitude might come against me. You might attack me and look down on me. But I choose to be the person who lifts up your heart and lifts up your spirit and provides an opportunity for you to be healed and to be able to see what you couldn't see before so you can live on a level that you couldn't live on before. I hope that this has been a blessing to you. I don't know what you're going through right now. Maybe going through the worst of times and all kinds of crazy deadlines and bills and opposition crisis choose your attitude obey the injunctions of Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 5 and choose your attitude to be that one that says I will not quit I will not fail and I will not contaminate my environment but I'll be the person who lifts the spirits of other people and transforms their life Let's hear a word of prayer. Father God, we thank you so much for the opportunity to share this words about this vital element called our attitude. We receive the grace, the wisdom, the strength, and the power to hold up strong even in the worst of times and to bring your will into every sphere and space we walk into. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Now I just want to share this with you. You might already know it. If you follow me on social media that the Good To Go New Year Guide online course is currently available. If you're here to get the book it's now available in nigeria it's been available to the international market for weeks now you want to send me an email with your phone number 
and I'm going to call you and let you know how you can receive your copy, the fastest way for you to receive your copy. Meanwhile, check out the online course right now. The Good To Go online course is a collection of 12 major videos. They're short, they're sharp, they're quick to the point, and they will guide you through those 21 questions. And the good thing is you can watch them all at once. I think it's going to take you somewhere under two hours. If you watch them all at once, you can decide to watch them piecemeal over the next couple of days. But whatever you do, go right now to www.bit.ly forward slash good to go online course that's bit.ly forward slash good to go online course that's bit.ly forward slash good to go online course until the next time we speak remember that you are the answer to somebody's question you're the solution to somebody's problem so go out there today and every day for the rest of your life make that positive difference because the world is waiting for you. You have been blessed by these words of wisdom. Now pass it on and be a blessing to somebody too. If you would like to receive more insights for your spiritual growth, visit www.askdami.com slash wisdom. You can also send a text message to plus 447-586-477-886. Have an amazing week.